Have you ever wondered what it might look like if you were added to the slate of a podcast network and slapped that seal of legit to your show? In this episode, I'm going to take you through exactly what a podcast network is and the pros and cons of joining one. Stay tuned. Hey, my name is Lauren Popish, and I'm obsessed with podcasting. A little meta, right? I started podcasting after a public speaking event gone wrong sparked a phobia of public speaking that almost ended my corporate career. Now, I help women use podcasting to share their ideas, grow their businesses, start movements, and leave their unique marks on the world. My company, The Wave, produces shows for some of the most influential women in health, business, spirituality, beauty, and more. And in this show, I'm taking all of the strategies I've used to help my clients top the podcast charts, and I'm bringing them to you. If you're hoping to start, grow, or monetize a podcast, you're in the right place. This is Podcast Like a Girl. As a podcaster, you've likely worried that you're lost at sea, but did you know that if you've released more than 20 episodes, you're in the top 1% of podcasts in the world? Combine that with the fact that if you aren't a male comedian hosting a podcast with another male comedian, groundbreaking if you ask me, then you're in the top like 0001%. Okay, that's totally made up, but the first part is true, and the second part feels like it should be true. So you've passed that magic number of 20. You have a loyal audience. Your brand is established. What could possibly be missing? Maybe you just can't help but wonder what it might look like if you were added to the slate of a podcast network. I'll help you decide if you're ready to take that next step and if you have what they're looking for. Make sure you stick around till the end of this podcast for the insider list of our favorite female-centric podcast networks. So what is a podcast network? Simply put, it's what we in the biz refer to as a slate of shows. These shows are selected and represented by one company who is curating their dream team. Let's start with the pros. Good news first, always. Pro number one, hello, new listeners. By being on a network, you're suddenly exposed to an entire audience you wouldn't have been before. You're on their socials. You're on their website. You're showing up when people search their network on a streaming app. Media will find you when they're looking for that network. Listeners of their other pods are finding you when they go on a social media lurk. And potential partners are seeing you when they're interested in the network slate. You're essentially gaining access to more eyes. Or I guess uh, more ears, that is. Pro number two A problem shared is a problem halved, and money is sometimes a problem for podcasters. It will vary, but it could look like covering the costs of editing, investing their experts into marketing your podcast, getting you access to real revenue from streams and ads, a bit more on that later, and working with you on bonus content. Shared costs also means shared revenue, and if you don't like the sound of that, remember 
They can't take a cut of money you weren't earning in the first place. They're entitled to take their fair share as payment, and that's standard. However, make sure what they're asking seems bona fide in comparison to what they're delivering. Pro number three, too legit? Too legit to quit? Being a podcast out of the hundreds of thousands of shows they could have chosen, to be selected for that dream team gives you the chef's kiss of approval. It's a big stamp on your podcast forehead that says, not only do I know my podcast is amazing, so do the big folks. The legitimacy of being on a podcast network means you can shrug off that imposter syndrome and tell your haters to back off. Not that you have any. Like all creative endeavors, though, maybe you want to do it your way. So maybe you've been waiting to read the cons list for that reassurance that you're a lone wolf and you like it that way. So here are the cons. Dun, dun, dun. But seriously, it's kind of important to weigh these up. Okay. Con number one, when you join a network, there's the risk of loss of creative control. Some podcast networks insist on you maintaining your creative control and their keepers. But in order for your podcast to suit the standards of the network and mesh well with the rest of the slate, you might have to make wiggle room. That can be hard. Your podcast is your baby. It's important you have those clear details in your contract and you're comfortable with them before you sign anything. Be open to ideas, but don't let yourself become something you're not. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm taking a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Podcast Like a Girl. I know, I know, when will podcasters stop asking that? Subscribing means that you get the latest episode delivered directly to the top of your Apple Podcasts app. But more importantly, it actually just helps me prove that I'm legitimate and reach more listeners. If you found any value in this episode so far, please consider picking up your phone, opening Apple Podcasts, going to the Podcast Like a Girl main page, and clicking the plus sign in the upper right to follow our show. Thank you very much in advance. And now back to the episode. Con number two, in order to make the biggest chunk of that sweet, sweet revenue, you'll likely be required to start running ads and could maybe even be asked to mention different partner products or services during recordings. Do you believe the podcast network you're thinking of signing with has your best interests in mind. If, for example, your podcast is hosted by two lesbians, they're not going to ask you to advertise dating sites where they cater only to straight couples, right? If they're wise, they'll target the audience you have a relationship and loyalty with, and you won't feel like you're swaying far from your message while doing business. It's something you need to be comfortable with because it's the bread and butter of working with a network. Con number three, in most cases, podcasts with less than 10,000 downloads per episode will have a hard time finding a network. I know, ouch. The whole reason you want to find a network in the first place is to level up. So let's better understand the downloads versus the podcast network business model, shall we? As mentioned, most networks require a minimum number of downloads per episode for bringing shows into their inner circle. 
that number typically correlates with the minimum number of downloads sponsors require, since networks make that to be shared with you money through ad revenue. You might get lucky and find a network that believes in your concept and your badass self, so much so that they're willing to build it together. Another way to get away with fewer downloads is with a lot of engagement on another platform. This could be the you factor or the brand you've built or a combination of these things. If you have lots of followers on the gram and your content is excellent, you could maybe bring more of them than most other podcasts. If you have your own audience already on, let's say, YouTube or Discord or you have a newsletter or you're somewhere else, that's a huge advantage. In other words, if you have a way that you're already putting yourself out there and the people are flocking, you've probably got this signed, sealed, delivered. So lead with that. Another option is to be making something truly unique. If your show's concept is so mind-blowingly good they can't ignore it, then they will see the potential in your show's growth. In order for them to believe that, you have to too. If you have immense influence in your niche due to your title, the company you work for, or meaningful press you might be associated with, then you can almost guarantee they're bringing you to the table. Lastly, if you're feeling extra spicy and you want to do things your way, you can create your own podcast network. Now, this is very ambitious, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. If you haven't already, look at some of our other articles and our free guides for tips on how to grow your podcast on your own. Podcast networks aren't going away anytime soon, so focus on growing your show and then expanding your horizons. We'll link to those important articles and guides in the show notes. Time for that hot bonus tip. So you've made your decision and you're ready to rock and roll. Next, you need to know where to start looking for podcast networks that check your boxes as much as you check theirs. As promised, here's a list of our favorite female-centric podcast networks. Roll call, please. Dear Media, Highly Crafted, Compelling Voices. Arios, podcast by women for everyone. The State of Women, Women Investing in Women. OSA Collective, Marketplace for Independent Women and Non-Binary Podcast Creators. Lastly, She Leads, the media company for women by women. So let's review. At its core, a podcast network is simply a group of shows that fall under one company umbrella. The pros of joining a podcast network can mean reaching a larger, more diverse audience, your costs lessen, you've got that potential revenue to be made, and you earn a stamp of legitimacy. The cons could be that you lose creative control, you'll have to run ads or plug partner products, and you'll likely need a lot of listeners for them to consider. If you decide you want to take your podcast to a network, or even better, one of the biggest podcast networks from our list, it pays to do your research and to find the best match. And that's how to know if you're ready to enter a committed relationship between you, your podcast, and a podcast network. Weigh your pros and cons and make the decision that's best for you and your pod. Remember, this isn't a one-size-fit-all, and you need to make a choice based on all of these elements and, of course, your gut. That's all for today, Pod Broads. This show is produced by the team at The Wave Editing. Lauren Deborah writes our scripts. Eva does the mixing and editing. Our cover art was designed by the team at Car Creative. 
And our theme music was written, performed, and produced by Isaac Joel. Thanks for listening. Keep podcasting and enjoy the ride. I know just how many podcasts you could have been listening to, which is why I'm so grateful you decided to spend the last 20 minutes with me. Speaking of time, if you're a podcaster and you've ever wondered what else you could be doing with your week if you didn't have to edit, write show notes, and create marketing materials for every podcast episode, then let the lady pros at The Wave treat you to some me time. Get 15% off your first month of a production package by going to thewavepodcasting.com forward slash podcast editing services and enter podcast like a girl all one word, lowercase, at checkout. Now, the only question is which podcast you're going to spend all your newfound time binging. See you back next week.